This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about this is a place. Welcome to this week's episode of This is a Place. My name is Nathan, and with me, my lords, my ladies, and everybody else not listening to our podcast, today, today, you find yourselves equals. For all of you are equally blessed. For I have the pride, the privilege, nay, the pleasure of introducing to you a host, seared by host, a host who can trace his lineage back beyond Brigham Young. I first met him atop of Mount Timpanogos, praying to God, asking for his forgiveness for the non-listeners of our podcast. Next, he amazed me still further in Taylorsville when he saved a father's beauty from the would-be hands of a dreadful Utah fan. At the Peace Gardens, he spent five minutes in silence just to better understand the sound of a whisper. And so, without further gilding the lily, and with no more ado, I give you the seeker of unique places, the protector of Gardner Village, the producer of our podcast, the one, the only, Brandon. Wow. That that's was... where we have cheers, right? People are cheering. They're clapping at home right now. Yeah. They're I, they're listening. I don't know what to say. I don't Do know. You know. I was bored today. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you come up with that all on your own? Kind of, kind of. It's uh, I kind of plagiarized it from uh, the movie A Night's Tale. A you ever seen Tale. that movie? I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Heard of it, but never seen of it. Another movie, Brandon, that you have not seen. By the way, how are we doing in our uh, homework assignment of watching Hoosiers? It's sitting in my room, but it still has not been watched. Okay, so I gave you that assignment how many months ago? <laughs> uh, when did we meet? I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, by the time I told you to watch it, if you wanted to be a better basketball player, right? Oh, right. So that would have been it was during our basketball season. So this was before March, right? February. And uh, we're in June. And so the funny thing is, is that the other day or beginning in June, I saw that Amazon Prime is now streaming Hoosiers. So if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can watch it for free. So I got all excited. And what did I do? I sent you, you a text saying, hey, you have Amazon Prime, right? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, well, good. Here's your assignment. Watch Hoosiers. And what did you tell me? You sent me a picture that you have a copy of the DVD this yes. whole time. You've it's had, there and I just you haven't watched, watched it. it months ago. So, And then uh, even just uh, the other day, uh, Hoosiers was playing on KBYU. So it's a sign That's that you so need so many opportunities. Yes, I, I mean, know. There's no excuse. I'll get, I'll get to it, I promise. Hoosiers first, and then you can watch A Knight's Tale, but you cannot watch A Knight's Tale until you watch Hoosiers. All right, all right. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is actually the other day I had my phone in my pocket, and you know how our phones just kind of do their own thing in there. Yeah. And I pulled it out at one point, and Hoosiers was playing on my phone from the link that you'd sent me. Oh, you clicked on the link? <laughs> yeah, and I could have just taken the opportunity to watch right there, but I turned it off, so. Oh, ouch. Ouch. Yeah, it's a that's, good move. That's what I should have been praying for forgiveness for at the top of the mountain. What else has been going on in in our lives? Um, it's Corona. It's starting to 
be easier to tell what day it is because we can get out and do stuff a little more than we could a month ago. So that's good. Yeah, Utah um, just had their first concert, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, after over a month of controversy, right? Of, um, and relocating the concert. It was canceled it was twice. Twice. Right? It was supposed to start in Farmington. Was Farmington the city that was going to host it? Originally. I don't remember the original place, but I know at one point Twilla or Grantsville. Grantsville. There was a guy in Grantsville after I think it was if it was Farmington that said no or shut it down. Then they moved out to Grantsville, and then that got shut down. And then Cedar City said, "Come on, have come on down, we'll take you." So it sounds like they had the concert this weekend. So it'll be interesting to see what comes of it. Yeah. So that's good. So in in another weird news, um, we're going to see that a lot of the missionaries are all BYU fans, sporting their new blue shirts. Yeah, that seemed interesting, and without a tie, right? Yep. That's going to be interesting. It's going to be harder to identify them walking down the street. I know sometimes it can be hard to know if it's sister missionaries walking down the street because they don't have like a quote unquote uniform mm-hmm. um, until you see their tag. But um, the guy missionaries, it usually is pretty easy to, to spot them when you see two guys walking in white shirts and ties in the middle of the summer. Right. Mm-hmm. So they'll be interesting. Either that or Vivint, right? Either that or Vivint. <laughs> Does Vivint wear white shirts and ties? I don't know what they wear. Do they go in twos no (laughs) we um have a soft spot in our hearts for vivant since they did a lot for our boys um since they both have autism oh yeah they've done a lot of stuff for us they actually finished half of our basement wow um, as a yeah that's a kind of a long story but um yeah they finished our basements our boys also got to go to a jazz game a few years ago and go down with the players and do the, the national anthem with the players. And then at halftime, they honored Rocky and Bronco with uh, a jersey with their name on the back down at uh, center court. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So we say yay for Vivint. Well, eventually we'll get to a Vivint Smart Home Arena episode, right? But for now, we're going to do an episode on another venue named from a Utah business. USANA. USANA Amphitheater in West Valley, Utah. Yeah, sound like a good place to to talk about this week since um, it's not really being used, but it's a place that both of us have been to quite a few times. And it's right here in our, our backyard. Yeah, it was like a five-minute drive for me. Yeah, didn't you say that you once walked home from a concert? I did, so. yeah. So a pretty convenient place as and opposed I'm guessing, to other locations for I'm, concerts in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> and even though you walked home, which is still quite a walk, um, you still probably made it home faster than you would have if you were driving. Um, it's um, 
like any venue, uh, it's a nightmare when you have 20,000 people in one location trying to get in their cars and drive home. And, you know, you're on par with what a lot of the reviewers have said. Yes, yes. I thought that was interesting, the the complaints about parking. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I normally don't like to go through the reviews because I like to be kind of a fan and a listener like everybody right now and hear the reviews for the first time when Brandon reads them. But I did read a few and there was quite a few people complaining about the parking and the the traffic. But I'm like, what do you expect? Like, what do you want <laughs> when you're getting 20,000 people in one location? I've I never mean, heard of any venue that effectively gets people out of there in a no, timely, organized no. fashion. No, I've, I had season tickets to BYU football back in high school, and I had a manual uh, car. Um, and, man, it would be bumper to bumper from Provo almost all the way to the point of the mountain after a game. So I'm sure it was. it's not quite as bad at USANA <laughs> um, getting home. Well, aside from the parking and exiting, the common theme when I'm looking at the negative reviews was pretty similar, talking about the prices, things being unreasonably expensive, not knowing what they could bring into the venue. I do have a couple that I found quite funny and interesting to share with you, Nate. All right. Okay, so Megan... She said, I hate this venue. They're strict about everything. I had a low chair. You can't bring outside food or drinks in, which sucks. There are no trees, no shade. The employees are rude. Every time I have come to this venue, they have opened the gates late every time. When you go in, they make you shake your blankets out, which is the stupidest thing. They make enough money with their overpriced drinks and food. I don't get why they don't pave their parking lot. My car always gets so dusty and dirty. I recommend going to Sandy Amphitheater. They're way better, and they let you bring anything in. They let you bring stuff into Sandy Amphitheater? I don't know I've that. never been to Sandy Amphitheater. Oh, really? I, I doubt it. I've been there quite... Actually, I was just there when they did the Joseph and the Amazing Color Coat, what it was called, which was in the last two years. Um, but it is a lot smaller venue than USANA. So, so it's prob- probably what she's saying is it's easier to sneak stuff into Sandy Amphitheater. Maybe. Are you upset that they don't have trees at USANA? Because I think she's the only one. Where where would you put the trees? That's my yeah exactly. Well, here so I'm looking at Sandy Amphitheater as far as her convenience. Um, it only holds 2,700 people. Wow. So that's kind of like <laughs> comparing the Vivint Arena to a high school. So um, I'm, I would hope that going to the Sandy one would be a little bit more convenient and less stressful as far as parking and getting in. So, And you're not going to get the same big names at Sandy like you would at USANA? Cause I don't know. I did see the Beach Boys at Sandy Amphitheater, and they're pretty big. Really? You saw the Beach Boys there? Yeah. 2,700 seats? Yeah. Yeah. That's surprising. Yeah, that was a while ago, though. Because they also played Stadium of Fire a couple years ago. and that's... I was at that one as well. <laughs> yeah. got a big I, beach boys fan up in here I, I think i've seen them maybe four or five times in my lifetime so i've seen them a total uh, of zero times zero times but i've seen i believe they're still touring so when things open back up we'll hit the next time they're in town how about that i'll go with you let's do it 
yeah these boys are good because they do have quite a few songs um and now it's when i did go to the one at the sandy amphitheater it was almost like they hit play on a cd and just because they didn't do any talking or any you know getting the crowd involved it was just get in get out let's 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 move on so that sounds um, about right well here's another one for you from wes he said cold and windy i was working not going there for fun gosh can they not like control the temperature how dare they it's an outdoor turn, amphitheater for crying out loud turn the heat down and the probably wind. a good reason why most concerts don't start till around seven or eight right over there for and that a good reason. reason why these concerts usually happen in between warm times of the year and not so if you buy a season ticket, you can only use it for about six months of the year. Yeah, crazy, right? Which I do believe I found somewhere on the internet today that you could buy a season ticket to USANA. I it, saw that too. Pretty... I didn't realize that existed. So I was like, that if that's true and you can go to any concert, it was only something like $200. That's a slamming deal, especially if you live nearby. But back to the reviews. <laughs> Okay, and then here's one more from Trina. She said the parking was ridiculous, kind of ruined the first of the concert, and and that's it. That's all she put. Left hanging. Cliffhanger. Or is it a fill in the blank? <laughs> I guess it's a fill in the blank. You choose. <laughs> well, those are the bad ones, but sitting currently at... 4.3 stars out of their 5,000 plus reviews. I think it's a pretty well-received place, don't you? Yeah, I think overall um, it, it's a good venue. It, they can they can pack quite a few people in there. Um, but I would prefer, much rather prefer going to an outdoor concert than an indoor one. Um, I know there's a complaints in your reviews about the sound, but I think sound is so much better outside than having it echoing off of walls inside a, an arena. So hurts your ears a lot less too. Because most arenas are built to to echo sound, right? So it it you know the crowd sounds louder than it really is. Mm -hmm. um, so. Yeah, I, and I love being outdoors, anyways, and enjoying a concert is just a just a plus. So, well, I'll just read one five star review from Rain. She said, "This is an awesome outdoor venue for concerts. If you're coming with kids or older folks who are possibly going to need potty breaks, I'd recommend getting assigned seat tickets instead of lawn tickets because if you lose your spot on the lawn, you'll end up way in the back. Parking can take a minute, but it's organized and moves along steadily." They have lots of different options for food and drinks. Have you ever sat down in these sign seats? I have. So depends where you're sitting, but I've enjoyed both. Sometimes it's fun. Depends on the depend, depends on the, the artist if you want to pay the premium for the seats, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I enjoy both. I did see one review though that you didn't read. It was my yeah, favorite was it? So far. It was a five-star review. You ready for this one? It's a long one. Yeah. He said, um, passerby. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but five stars. So what is USANA Amphitheater? 
it's it, an amphitheater. It, it's an amphitheater <laughs> for music. West in West Valley. <laughs> for music and, and comedy they've had there before. Yes, they've had comedy. And I was going to ask, too, I didn't see anything. Have they done anything along the lines of like a play or anything like that? Like Sandy Amphitheater has done that. They've done plays. Obviously, I mentioned that earlier. But um, I, I couldn't find anything that said they did anything besides a concert. But when you think about it, a comedian is technically a concert, right? Yeah, I bet it's a hard place to do a play just because of how big it is. I mean, so it's got 20,000 seats. Uh, so it does need to fill fill the stadium to make the good money, right? So it's got the 7,000 of the seats are the reserve seats. Okay. And then on the lawn, you can fit up to 13,000 people. Um, and I don't know if the rumor is true. Um, one concert I went to, it was we were down in the assigned seats um but you look back and it was just a sea of people it was kind of kind of a cool um sight to see that many people and we were talking to one of the staff members there and i don't know if it's true or not so you can't say this is um gospel but uh that they really don't have a limit on how many people they'll let in for the grass seats oh wow so it, it's been around since 2003, and it's had, I guess, a couple different owners, but from everything we've seen, they're now owned by Live Nation, right? Which has been a reason for a lot of people being upset with it, because they don't like how Live Nation handles things. Right. The biggest complaint I saw was pricing going up, which usually is a call for people to be upset. Mm-hmm. So I always thought that USANA owned the amphitheater. Oh, really? So not, think, I mean, not think... really, but it, <laughs> I, I didn't know who owned it. I just associated always, oh, it's USANA's amphitheater, right? Which is never the case. It's always the people that are sponsoring it. Okay, I kind of get what you're saying. Because I thought USANA, right. I didn't know USANA was a company. Is that what you're saying? No, I knew uh, USANA was a company. I just didn't know until today what they did as a company. Oh, okay. I think when USANA Amphitheater first opened, I thought that was just the name of the amphitheater. I didn't know it was a brand. Well, do you know what USANA is? So now I do. It's So USANA Health, USANA Health Sciences, and they are something that Utah is really well known for, is their MLMs. They're multi-level marketing companies. Yeah, networking capital of the world. And USANA is the 24th largest, as a matter of fact. Probably pretty good. So I guess they sell health services of some sort. I didn't care enough to look more <laughs> into that, to be honest. But on the Wikipedia page, I found something that I thought was quite interesting. Of course, this isn't from USANA themselves. But they said most of USANA's independent distributors make less money than the cost of the initial qualifying purchase. I'd say most MLMs in that regards. It's it's a business like anything else. And if you just sign up, you're not just going to make money. You have to go out there and build your business. So I was going to say, I did um, speaking of the MLM thing, and a lot of people like to call them pyramid schemes, um, which... I am not against MLMs by any means. Um, 
but it is what I said. I believe it's a business and you have to treat it like a business if you want to make money at it. Um, pyramid scheme is where you sign somebody up and you don't have to do anything else really because because it feeds to the top. But um, anyways, this... going back to the pyramid scheme and talk about concerts, but I did see a, a brief uh, headline saying that at one point Barry Manilow was suing uh, USANA. So I didn't, like you said, care enough to <laughs> dig into why. Um, but I think it had something to do with the fact that he was suing, thinking it was a pyramid scheme. So, And he probably thought it was going to make him look even younger, but I don't think at this point anything else can do that for him. Yeah, so I don't know if he was an actual distributor of USANA or just trying. I think he has a company that um, tries to do justice for scams and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so he just saw the headline. So if you're interested in finding out more about that, I'm sure you can hop on the internet and dig into that. But it doesn't really have much to do with the amphitheater, so I didn't dig too far. You've said we've gone to a couple concerts over the years, right? What are some that you've attended or some of your favorites? That I've attended? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I was going to go to... I had tickets for Disturbed. Oh, uh, okay. East Santa Theater, but the day of the concert, I came down with the sickness. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Should have seen, seen that one coming. Yeah, and if you're not laughing at that joke, you're probably sitting in the sound of silence. Hello, darkness, my old friend. So the truth is, no, I did not have tickets for Disturbed. I don't know if they've ever been out there. Played there, yeah. (laughs) But um, another question for you is, what big cat shouldn't you take to a rock concert? Which one? A Def Leppard. (laughs) And I have seen Def Leppard out there probably at least three times. I've been out and seen Def Leppard at USANA. They usually come... Every summer, Almost every year, yeah. Most every year they come and they kind of switch. It's usually three, two to three other bands that come with them. So um, I know one year Journey was actually the opening band, and then Def Leppard came on later, and it was Journey with the uh, the Filipino kid, and not um, oh my goodness, what's his name, the lead singer, Steve, per- Steve Perry. Steve Perry. So it wasn't Steve Perry. Say what you will, I think he does a great job. Which one? The current one. Oh, yeah, for sure. And he sounds great. He sounds just like C. Perry, which can be a good thing or a bad thing. But, yeah, man, he's. I would I would take any gig playing for a famous band like that. But You know, they um, discovered him on YouTube. Right, right. But anyways, we had no interest. Like, my problem with a lot of these retro bands that are now kind of making their way through concerts again or, or touring again a lot of the times it's really just a cover band because there might be only one person in the band who's the original member. For example, Foreigner came with uh, Def Leppard one year, and I believe the only person that, if I recall, was actual member of the original Foreigner was the guitar player. So I was like, you're really just watching a cover band, in my opinion. So with that being said, like with Journey came, we'd like, well, we don't really want to see it without Steve Perry. So we we skipped the whole parking fiasco (laughs) and went to the concert late on purpose um just just to skip journey and not have to deal with the headache of 
having to go out way early to get parking and all that stuff. So, but. Well, I'm on the complete opposite end of that in, so I have a special place in my heart for you, Sana, because this is where my first concert actually was. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Who did you and see? And it was Journey. <laughs> it might have been that concert, right? Yeah. Well, they were the headliners. I think it was in 2008, 2007, maybe. Do you remember who else they came with? Cheap Trick and Heart. Yeah. I can't I remember if there was went. anybody else at that one, but. I don't think I came that year. I remember the Bad Company came once too. Anyways, but I don't think I was there that year. Um, it, it's, yeah. It, after like two or three years in a row of seeing Def Leppard, it. Just gets a little hysterical. <laughs> I got a little hysteria from it. So who else have you seen there? It felt like an animal. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I was trying to figure out when they came and how long ago it was. Cause I know I took my wife, so I couldn't remember if it was when we were dating or when we were married, but I'm pr- pretty sure it was when we were dating. Um, so this was back in like 2003, we went to see Metallica and oh. on the grass but funny story how we got those tickets was i didn't buy tickets to the concert and kind of like last minute i'm like ah should we go or i wanted to go and uh, we found out that this pawn shop over in murray off of state street was giving away something like 30 pairs of tickets to the metallica concert for the grass so we had down there to the pawn shop. You had to be present to win and put your name and all that stuff. And we sat there for like two hours while they were drawing names out like every 15 minutes, right? It might've been longer than that. And they got to the very last person and we're like, man, we just wasted half of our afternoon here. And they pulled out my name. <laughs> nice. So I won tickets to, to Metallica. So I, they played their new album back then, which wasn't one of my favorite albums. They didn't do a lot of the whole of the old hits but it was still a good mm-hmm. concert Metallica's great right Brandon nope. they're definitely not great oh, man man alive I will teach you yet <laughs> I just never have been able to get into Metallica and I don't think I ever will sorry that's interesting since you are a pretty big uh, music fan to not be a fan of Metallica so but uh, yeah I think that's pretty much it as far as my concerts there go so it's been it's been a good probably 10 years since I've been out there to, to go to a concert. And I didn't know until we went to take a visit to take some pictures out there and kind of walk around that the road on the 47th South, I believe, that heads uh, north and south towards the golf course, which I think is now it used to be called West Ridge, but now it's called the Ridge. Mm-hmm. They completely took that out. So you have to come into the golf course off 54 South and head north so i didn't know that to today so it's been that long since i've been out to yusana or even that golf course for that matter well the last concert i went to there was i got a notification on my phone was eight years ago today and i went and saw toby keith i'm usually not a big country music fan but we got tickets for free so me and my brother and toby keith i i liked enough of his songs that it was enjoyable did he um, bring any uh, whiskey for his man? Uh, no, but he did bring beer for his horses. Okay, good. <laughs> I like Toby Keith enough. I'm not a huge country music fan, but um, I do like Toby. 
out of yeah. all of them, I, I enjoy his stuff. But I will say at that Toby Keith concert, the fans were the best thing to watch out of everything. Why is that? They were just crazy. They were they were drunk out of their minds. We were sitting up on the lawn and all these old women around us just dancing and having a good time. It just was the funniest fans to watch out of out of all the ones I've been to there. Which is true. Um we were talking earlier and we didn't read any reviews but about this, but I had saw a few people were complaining about people either smoking or drinking too much. And the one lady was saying people were smoking pot while they're there and that the security guards wouldn't do anything. And I'm like, I don't think that necessarily is the venue's fault, mm-hmm. the arena's fault. It's, it's the, the people that come with the artist <laughs> that you're going to see. Right. Well, I went and saw, I've seen Australian Pink Floyd twice there. Oh, and... really? That would be fun. Yeah, I'm not a cover band guy, but that would still be a fun one. No, it was great. But at the at that concert, there was definitely some drug use going on. Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> see, there you go. The only other concerts I've been to then were, they don't do it here anymore, but they used to do the X96 Bash. I won't say the full name of the concert since I don't want to get labeled for explicit content. Kids. But... <laughs> But I went to Good that one, listening. and that was probably the most fun I've had at a concert. At was the, it more at the, the was it the bands or more kind of like the atmosphere of the bash? I think it was the bands, honestly. But it was a lot of fun because so I didn't participate in it, but they generally have all the front for the reserved, and they have a mosh pit down there. At least they used to. And so everyone started running into the mosh pit, even the people up on the grass during this one band called Atreyu. And I was, it was only my second concert. So I was really scared to go into a mosh pit because I didn't want to die. Oh, really? But up on the grass, people were starting their own mosh pits. So we kind of just participated in a little more calm mosh pit. And that was beginner. beginner. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Well, I saw a review, too, um, saying that somebody was mad about OzFest, that they didn't have a mosh pit. So, Yeah, I was seeing other things also saying they don't do mosh pits anymore, so they must have completely got rid of that at USANA, which is I can see that liability (laughs) reasons, especially nowadays, so don't blame them. And then the only other one I went to was Blink-182, which was quite a fun concert. Because really, I like the band, but nothing like a summer night listening to Blink One Eighty Two. I have summer to me. It wasn't at Usana, but I have seen Blink Blink One Eighty Two. It was over at the Maverick Arena. Um, and it wasn't even called the Maverick Arena back then. Uh, but definitely did not enjoy that concert. <laughs> so to each their own. Well, believe it or not, I didn't see them at Usana. I saw them at. Um, the soccer stadium, the Real Rio Tinto. Rio Tinto. I saw a Kiss there, and that was really, really fun. It, to me, it wasn't really a concert; it was more of like a, a musical, like a full-blown like <laughs> Vegas show. It was, it was crazy fun. So, um, it seems like they're always doing their farewell farewell tours. So, I don't know if they're still touring, but that would. 
be a fun one to go to again. And I know they played at USANA before. I just Speaking of which, so there's not a lot of upcoming concerts because of coronavirus right now, but Kiss for their The End of Everything tour is supposed to be at USANA. And they did reschedule it for the 24th of September. So if you want to go to that, looks like that might be happening. Other concerts, well, a lot have been canceled. So so sad. Nickelback was canceled. That was supposed to be September 19th, but... We've seen we, them as well, but not USANA. <laughs> well, we were planning on going to this one, but just not going to be able to do it now. Super yeah, it seems like... Uh... A majority of the concerts were were uh, delayed or canceled or uh, moved to next year. You know who else was supposed to play on September 9th? September 9th? Disturbed. Whoa. No way. Well, if we could go wanna... there. We could go there and sit at USANA and hear the sounds of silence. So if you're looking to go to USANA for a concert, a lot of them aren't going to be until 2021. The only one on the docket that I see is that KISS one, so the likelihood of that even happening, who knows? Yeah. From our experience going over there today, it was closed. We couldn't get in. Not that you'd be able to any other time right. unless there was something going on there, but it's it's a pretty dead area with no concerts in the foreseeable future. Um, just a side note, kind of tangent, but it's still related, is – um, there was that parking lot above the parking lots that we went and it has a great view of the whole city uh, or oh, whole yeah. valley, I should say. So that was kind of a pro of going out there and checking out the the venue was finding that um, makeout point, if you will. <laughs> um, well, you already has a pretty great view from there and then you go up above and you can see USANA and all the rest of the city too. So a really good yeah. view of the Rossash front. Yeah, so you could just head up to that lot and bring your own speakers or turn up your radio in your car and pretend you're watching a concert this summer. I've always wanted to. I, I do enjoy golfing, and I used to go quite a bit, but I don't go as much nowadays the last few years. Um, but I always thought it'd be fun to to go golfing or set your tee time up for the same time that they're starting a concert at USANA. So you kind of have a background the background noise while you're golfing of whatever concert is going on. But just a thought. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, so I, I've heard them start, I've been over there golfing where they're about to start a concert and heard do the sound checks and stuff like that. But I haven't been golfing while a band I want to hear is playing. So someday. If we'll, you we'll wanted to that. hear them that bad, you'd probably be at the concert itself. Right? That's true. That's true. But I don't have many friends anymore. Once you start getting married and all that stuff, <laughs> um, the opportunities to, to go to concerts kind of started fading away. But um, but you've you've assured me that you will start going to concerts with me, right? Yeah, this is one of the things my wife hates about me that I still love to go to concerts. So i i do I do enjoy live uh, live music. Um, and my one of my dreams, besides obviously being either a professional sports athlete or something along those lines is uh, I wanted to be a rock and roll star or some type of musician. So um, they play in a band for a little bit and would love to be in a band again, but there's not many guys looking to just be a 
garage band, a lot of people, they want you to be in their band. They want you to buckle down and try to, to make it big time. So if any of our listeners out there want to want a 40 year old guitar player for their garage band and aren't going to take things too seriously, then I'm, I'm open for, uh, to audition. <laughs> well, shoot, I'll, I'll do a band with you. Why haven't we, why there you haven't go. we made this plan? Why haven't we done this before? I, maybe... I thought that I thought that was the direction you were going is you were going to formally announce the inception of our new band. Well, what more can we say about USANA? Um, well, it's sad that no concerts are going to be going on this year. Um, I'd be interested to know if, if any of our listeners live nearby, how close you are and how much you can hear uh, what's going yeah. on over there. Because there's houses are pretty close to it. Yeah, there's a lot of houses really close. Um, so I can only imagine the, the noise that comes from there. So I bet I would be happy to live there sometimes, and other times I wouldn't like to be within earshot of those concerts. Well, my recommendations would be to I like the lawn. I think it's great. The cheat the seats are cheaper, and you can kind of just lounge and do your thing out there. It's always nice to sit down. I mean, the concerts I generally go to, you're standing up the whole time, but I don't. I'm not a big fan of the seats at places like this. Oh, and really? So the, the grass is a pretty good spot for me. Yeah, just uh, to me, it would really depend on the the artist that's playing. I think that I personally would eat before going here. They say there's a lot of options of food. I haven't had any food there that I was super impressed with. Right, right. It's what you would expect when you're going to something like this, right? Yeah, but the prices are pretty high, so it, I'd say is if you can, avoid it. But you kind of know what you're going into, what to expect, if if not. Right. It's the same stuff that you'd find at any sporting event or even for that movie theater. Plus, you don't want to be standing in line getting food while your band, the band is playing, right? It's the whole point you went. Exactly. Well, that just about does it for USANA. Yeah. I think that's it. So let us know if you've seen a concert there and who you saw. And uh, let us know who would you like to see come strolling through USANA. And tell us what you think or what other concert venues you've really enjoyed going to so we can check them out. Well, thanks again for listening to This Is A Place podcast. We'll see you next time.